Okay, today's daf, <coughs> morning, today's daf is daf Tzadik Ches in Erevin. <coughs> we learn in the Schus for four Shlema for Tova, Miriam, Bastavara, Mindel. <coughs> From the mission at the bottom of Tzadik Zayman Beis. Hey, Karb, Besefer, Laskufa. We're looking now at illustration number 344. <coughs> a person was reading a Sefer in those days, as far more all in scroll form, like our Sifrei Torah. Uh, they were all in scroll form, and he was reading, and as he was reading... Uh, on a, um, on a, um, the escufa is like the threshold, the little porch right outside his house. We'll talk about if that's a Rosh or not. The roll rolled out of his hand or wherever he was standing. There's, there's no picture of the person there, but he rolled out of his hand and rolled, rolled onto the floor, onto the ground outside. Now, one side was still within him. He was still on the threshold with one side. If the whole thing fell into a Shusarabim, obviously you wouldn't be able to carry it back into the Rishusayochid, back into the house. But at this point, we're not even talking about the house. We're talking about from the threshold onto the outside, and it was stretched out. In other words, part was on the threshold, part was on the street. So Golo Etzlo, because the whole thing did not go into Rishusarabim, it's only a drabanan. Part of it is still on the threshold. Whatever the threshold is, let's assume it's a rishus hayachid. Now we'll have different opinions in the Gemara, but assuming it's a rishus hayachid, so wait a minute. Aren't you going? For, aren't you taking part of the scroll from rishus rabim into rishus hayachid? No, because the iser is only if you take the whole item. That's the iser minatora. But the rabbi said maybe you shouldn't take it from even in this form. You shouldn't roll it back because of. Uh, because you might come in case in case the whole thing fell into Shusarabim, then you wouldn't be allowed to take it back in. So maybe now you shouldn't uh, as well. So the answer is that's the reason why you shouldn't. That's one. That's one svara, right? Why you shouldn't? But he says you're allowed to go that slow. And we'll see why. Because of the bazillion of the sefer, you're allowed to pull it back into onto the askufa onto the threshold. That's if you were on a threshold. Now, if you're on a threshold. That means it's right, so to speak, right near the street. However you look at it, if you look at 344, you're right near the street. So in, the, in this case, we'll see if the sheet of the, of the Mishnah is, one, is according to one rabbi or several rabbis, but the idea is that since you're not over in a Doraisa, because the whole scroll did not fall into Rishul Sarabim, it's only a Drabonon, and therefore they didn't make a in this case. Because of the Bezoyon of the uh, scroll, uh, we're not talking about a, an English book. We're talking about a scroll, a sefer, a sifrei kodesh. So because of that, uh, because of the bazillion, we allow you to take it back. It's only an isra but if it would be a book, let's say, that's not a kisvei kodesh, you wouldn't be allowed to, because there's a gzera, maybe the whole thing will fall. If the whole thing falls into the then you wouldn't be allowed to take it back. So because of that, they made a gzera, but not in the case of sifrei kodesh. So how you let's that's the first case of the Mishnah. The second case of the Mishnah is not shown in the, in the uh, picture book, but you can imagine it. Let's say he, let's say he was reading the same Sefer at the top of the roof. And also now it, fell, it partially fell down and it was dangling out in, the, in, in, in midair. If it didn't reach 10 Fachim, remember Rosh Hashanah is 10 Fachim up until 10 Fachim from the ground. Above that, if it's not a place that's Dalit al Dalit, it's a Makam Tur. Even if it's this Dalit al Dalit, even if it is Dalit al Dalit, we say a Makam Tur like the fire hydrants when it's not Dalit by Dalit, that's below. But if it's above 10 Fachim, 
it's considered makom tour anyway. So anyway, if it's above ten fachim, then you could roll it back. He's on top of the roof. It's not in the street now. Not the same bizayon as being literally on the floor outside in front of the house in the street. So over here, if it's within ten fachim, if it's above ten fachim from the ground, you can roll it back. Once the one end of the scroll has reached below ten fachim from the ground, then the best option is turn it over. Turn it upside down so that the print, the side that's written on, is facing towards the wall. So at least it won't be such a bizayon. Here we don't say you pull it back, right? You pull it back. Even though, one side is Rishasayach, the other side, you're not in Rishasarab, either. You're above 10 Fachim. So it's only a drop button. But here you have an option. You could turn it around so you don't pull it back. Rabbi Yudomer, Afilim Masukmanis El Kamale Chut is the Girsa. Even if it's one uh, uh, a hairbreadth off the ground, you could still pu- go let slow. You could still pull it back as long as it's not on the ground. Not as on the ground. He says you could pull it back. We'll see. The Gemara will explain what the sheetahs are because from the mission alone, you don't get it. Um, that's Rabbi Shimon is talking about even in the last case, the case where it's, it's dangling off the roof. And even if it, part of it went onto the ground, but since we're talking about Kisvei Kodesh, the Holy Scriptures, uh, and this is only a drabonin anyway, because part of it's in your hand, on the roof, or wherever you are, on your house, on your askufa, then it's only a shvus drabonin, the Rabbanan goes there when it comes to Kisvei Kodesh, because of the honor and the respect that we must show towards the Holy Scriptures, Rab Shimon is the most makel over here. So now the Gemara is going to deal with the first part of the Mishnah. This threshold, what are we speaking about? If it's a Rishos HaYochid, like it apparently would be in 344, the and when it fell down, it fell down, part of it rolled out, fell into Rishos HaRabim. When that goes there, maybe the whole thing will fall into Rishos HaRabim and you'll bring it back in. Who is the one who's not afraid of the Xeris most? Money the goes like Shimon, who says at the end of the Mishnah, because of a, because anything that's because of a shvus, if it's only an iser drabanan, if it's only an iser drabanan, uh, we're we're going to be makel over here when it comes to when it comes to kisvei kodesh, since the iser is only iser drabanan anyway. The heart that goes like Rab Shimon, anything that's only a shvus, a shvus is what? Any Isra Drabbanan, when it comes to Shabbos, is called shvus. Here Rashi says, Kol Isra have a shvus, that's true. But before, previously, Rashi had mentioned uh, um, many, many, many weeks ago that when specifically we were talking about a, an Isra Drabbanan. You know, and some Isra, some Isra, uh, I mean, Isra Drabbanan of Shabbos. If we're not talking about Shabbos, you usually don't use the lesson of Shvush. Shvush is an Isra Drabbanan when it comes to Shabbos. In any case, it's mashma that the race of the Mishnah goes like Reb Shimon, who says at the end of the Mishnah that, you know, anything it's a, anything which is only an Isra Drabbanan when it comes to Kisvei Kodesh or Mekel. So that sounds like the beginning. It sounds like Reb Shimon. Why Rashi points out, because according to Yehuda, Rabbi says, if it's removed from the ground, then you can move it back. That's what Rabbi says later on. Mashma, if it's on the ground, you can't. You can't move it. The this goes like Rabbi Shimon. Amos Seifa, but the Seifa, when it talks about falling off the roof, it says, Rabbi Yudha, even if it's only off the ground, a thread, uh, just a, a the, the width of a, a thread width, that's all you need. Go low, you can roll it back. That's low. Otherwise, but if it's on the ground, you can't. So that's what Rabbi says in the Seifa, and then it says Rabbi Shimon Amar Filu Baratz Asma Go Let Slow. So Reisha was Seifa Rabbi Shimon Tziasa Rabbi Yud. According to this, the Reisha is Rabbi Shimon. The Seifa then afterwards is Rabbi Yud. Then we have Rabbi Shimon again. It's not likely that the mission would give such an order. First telling Rabbi Shimon's opinion, then Rabbi Yehuda, then Rabbi Shimon again. 
So is that is that likely? Go let's have Rachel. So Rachel is Shem and Siyasa Rabbi Yehuda. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, "Ain Rachel is safe from Shem and Siyasa Rabbi Yehuda." It's not so difficult because the Rachel is speaking about a different case. The Rachel is talking about when we were on the threshold and it fell off, and that could be Rabbi Shem and Shita. The safer we have Machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon is talking about a different case when it fell off the roof. So it's not so far out uh, to say that the Rachel is Rabbi Shimon. And then the Sefer is also Rab Shimon after Rabbi Yudashita, because the Sefer, Rabbi Yudam Shimon, is about a different case, not so far up. But Rabbi says, no, Rabbi says, even in the Rasha Rabbi Yudas Moda, even though the Sefer in the case of the roof, when it fell off the roof, Rabbi Yudah says, it's got to be at least a, a, a drop off the ground. If it's resting on the ground, you can't lift it. But in the ratios, even Rabbi would say you could lift it off the ground. Why? Because the ratio is speaking about Mok Abiskufa and Dress If you look at 344, again, it's right outside your house. People walking over there. So it's trodden upon. In other words, in the safer where it's flying off, where, where it's dangling off the roof. So people aren't walking on it. It's not such a bazaar, but over here people will walk on it. It's a much bigger bazaar. So Yehuda says, again, since it's only Nisid Rabbanan anyway, there's no way to do Raisa here. You're not really taking something from Rishus Rabbim into Rishus Yachad or even into a Carmelist. You're not doing that because it's halfway on the ground, halfway inside already, halfway outside. It's only Nisid Rabbanan, therefore we'll make it when it comes to Kisvei Kodesh. But Abai doesn't like even that opinion. Whatever you say, whether it goes like Rab Shimon or it goes even like Rab if you this is second interpretation that since people walk on it, even Rab mode in the first case, that you're allowed to pull it inside. It's like this. If it rolled four Amas away or within four Amas, then you could pull it back. Outside of Dalit Amas, you turn it around. So it's interesting, Rashi says over here, the strange words in Rashi, I think he's saying he's not sure where, not sure what Rashi means. sounds like, I don't know where this brisa is. So it's more like that. But I'm not sure where the brisa is. But in any case, the brisa is explaining the mission and says, listen, this is to say you're allowed to pull it back is only within four amos. But if it stretched out more than four amos, then just turn it over. Even in the first case, in the case where it fell off the Askufa. The Yamat Baskufa, the dress says, if you're talking about an Askufa which is trodden upon, Mali Amos, Mali What's the concern? If you're speaking about that, uh, if it's Dalit Amos or not, what's the concern? That if it fell into the street, you would pull it, you might, uh, if the whole thing fell into the street, you might pull it back and you, know, you might carry it back into the house? If you're talking about a Rosh Hashanah, What's the difference if you're talking this? What's the concern? The Yisra Doraisa is Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah or vice versa, or Dalit Amos to Rosh Hashanah. So why do you tell me, oh, if it's within Dalit Amos, it's okay. Chutz Amos is a problem. Why? Why is Chutz Amos a problem? It's still partially in your hand. Oh, in case the whole thing fell into the street and you had to walk four Amos, oh, that's Dalit Amos to Rosh Hashanah, that's a Doraisa. So is Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, even if it's uh, two inches, is also a Doraisa. And as if we're speaking about Askufa, which is an address, meaning it's Rosh Hashanah, what's the difference if it's Toch Dalit Amos or outside Dalit Amos? Outside Dalit Amos, the concern is, oh, you're going to go Dalit Amos to Rosh Hashanah if the whole thing fell into the street? Well, if the whole thing fell into the street and you went two inches from Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is the same concern. We're not talking about Rosh Hashanah. And we're talking about a, a, a we're talking about a Carmelis. And in a Carmelis, right, there is no Isser Doraisa. Even if the whole thing fell into the street, there's no Isser Doraisa going Rosh Hashanah into a Carmelis. It's only an Isser Drabonim. In other words, the Askufa that we're looking at is four by four, right? Is four by four, and it's less than ten Tfachim high. 
this this picture on three forty four, and therefore it has a halacha like a karmos, which is a like a rishus rabim derabbanim, or rishus rabim overus lefanet, rishus rabim is in front of it. So toch daladamas. If it fell within Dalaramist enough, even if it fell down, Umaisile, Loasli de Chibchatas, there wouldn't be an Isser Daraisa. Why? Because if it fell from Shisarab, if you took carried it from Shisarab, even if the whole thing fell into Shisarab and you carried it from Shisarab onto the Skufa, it's only an Isser Drabbana, there's no Chibchatas. So Shari Larabbana, the Rabbana said, okay, you're allowed to. Why? Because it didn't really fall into Shisarab. It's partially still on the Skufa. Even if it fell in, it would only be an Isser Drabbana. So there, they were. They allowed you to carry it if it didn't fall totally into Rishus Rabbim. But Chutzlabras. But if it went beyond four Amos, If it went beyond four Amos, that means you had to carry it from Rishus Rabbim four Amos. Now you're an Isser Deraisa. You be Chayav Chatos. The Rabbar Loshar Rabban. Therefore, this makes more sense. So Abaya learns that the Askufa is a Carmelis. And that's and his 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 far makes more sense if you hold of this brisa that says that this that you're allowed to carry it back it is only within Dalanamas, outside of Dalanamas, you're not. What difference does it make if it's Rishus Yachid? Either way, you're talking about a possible uh, Isra Dal Raisa, whether it's within Dalanamas or outside of Dalanamas. No, the answer is he learns that speaking about an Askufa, which is a Carmelis. Therefore, even if it fell into totally fell into the street and you carried it from Rishusarab into the Carmelis, it's only an Isadrabanam. But if it went Daladamus and you carried it Daladamus, it'd be an Isadaraisa, and therefore that's how the Brisa makes sense. Iochi, Nami, even within Daladamus, why don't you go to Dilma Mayal Mishusarab Mishusiachid? Maybe you'll take it all the way into the house, like in, in 344, where the Askufa, the threshold, is basically next to a house. So why aren't you concerned, Dilma Mayal, maybe you'll take it all the way into Rishusayachid? Even within Dalam, why aren't you concerned? Bechitem, keeping them off Sekas Carmelis, well, since there's a Carmelis in between. From Rishis Rabbim, you have to go on to the threshold, which is a Carmelis according to Abaye, and then into the house. So, uh, so less Lanba, then there's no concern because you're going from Rishis Rabbim into Rishis Yachad via the Carmelis. There's no, there's no Isser. If you carried something in Rishis Rabbim, right? Four Amas, Vavir, Derach, Olav, and you went above, you went through the Makkum tour above. Ten fachim high, you're also you're still chayiv. In other words, if you go from one rishus to another rishus, whether it's rishus rabim dalat amas or rishus rabim to rishus ayochid via a makom tour, you're still chayiv. So why aren't you concerned about this? So one answer is that the threshold is not like in three forty four where it's just a little step outside the house. It's very long. So as you walk through it, you'll remember that oh, yeah, I better not take it into the house. So the one that's one answer why you're not concerned about taking it into rishus yochid. Now, again, we're going with the idea, if we're speaking about, if the concern is by a Doraisa, in other words, the reason only is by a Carmelis, so there's no way, so Doraisa, even if you carried it in, right? But if it went beyond Dalaramas, then there's a concern. So, uh, but why aren't you concerned about going into the house? Because it's a long Eskufa. Or you buy some long Eskufa, you're not talking about a long one. But when you have a Sefer, a Sefer, a sefer Kodesh, you're going to look at it, you're going to analyze it, you're going to check it in. You're going to take it before, you know, you're going to look at it and put it, stop for a minute and look at it. So, uh, so therefore, you'll, you'll realize, you know, as you're, even if it's a short Eskufa, before you schlep from Rishus Rab via the Eskufa into Rishus Yochid, you'll take a look at it and you'll stop, and therefore won't be carrying it into, you won't be carrying directly, nonstop, from Rishus Rabbim into Rishus Yochid. Maybe you'll look in Rishus Rabbim and then go straight into Rishus Yochid. So, Mari Ben Azay, the Omer Malach Kaomedam, he holds that if you continue, if you look at it, Rishus Rabbim, okay, you're going to look at it first, right? Somebody gives you a safe, you're going to look at it, what it is before you start. 
start walking. So let's say he looked at it Rishas Rabbah and then he carried it directly into Rishas Yochid via the Askufa. The answer is if he did that directly, Mahalach Kaomid. Remember, he says it's like it's like a movie when you take a, a picture of a movie and you show it the, all the various frames. Each one he stopped, right? That's a bunch of stops. So also when you walk, when you're walking, it's like you stopped. So if you stopped all the time, you never really carried it in Daladams Rishas Rabbah, nor did you carry it into Rishas Yochid because you stopped every time in between. So therefore, so Almani ben Azi Domer Mahalach and Rashi points out, uh, I think there's a Rashi over here, Mahalach um, Omedami, um, Rashi near the bottom of the page, six lines from the bottom page, Hilkach Lekla Migzer Midi, Deinofel Kulia Maile, Kivin the Doris Alaskufa, Harei Koomen Bekarmel, Svenkan Chivchatis. In other words, since he's walking in from Rishusarab, see, from Rishusarab to Rishusiachid, the, the uh, Mahalach Komi doesn't help you because at one point, as you step from Rishus Ram to Rishiyachid, it could be just an inch, it could be just a fraction of a split second, you're high for that, for that thing right there. That's, you're going from Rishus Ram to Rishiyachid and you made an Akira in one place and a Nach in the other. But over here, if Mahalach Komi, and you went via the Askufa, and the Askufa is a Carmelis, so you stopped in the Carmelis in between, and therefore you never went from Rishus Ram to Rishiyachid, therefore there's no way to do So, Mani Benazi, the Mahalach Komi, he says, Maybe he threw it. And if he threw it, that's if you walk. If you're walking carrying something, uh, according to Ben Azai, and you walk via uh, a Carmelist, you're never really Chayev. Why? Because you stopped effectively in the Carmelist. You're never Chayev Achatos, because you never walked from Rishus Rabbin to Rishus directly. But if you threw it, you're Chayev. Right? He says, well, you're walking, so you say every step is like you started and stopped. But if you threw it, you should be Chayev. You don't throw kids. It's wrong to throw books or throw kids. You don't throw those things around. And therefore, that's not a concern that maybe you would throw it. So therefore, that's how Abayah learns that the Askufa is really a Carmelis. And the, at, according to the other Shittas, we had the first Shittas, we know that it's really Rishos HaYachid, but the Rabbanan said you're allowed to uh, because of the bazillion uh, you know, of the Sefer Kodesh, you're allowed to pull it in since it's only an Isidra anyway. The item did not really fall totally into Rishos Rabbim. If it fell into Rishos Rabbim, you'd have a problem. But here it didn't go all the way into Rishos Rabbim. And therefore, it could be, it's, one sheet is that it's uh, Rishos Yochid, uh, but Abayah says because of the difference with Dalat Amos versus Chutz Amos, we're speaking about where it's a Carmelis. Now, the second part of the mission was if you're reading at the top of roof. We're not talking now about on the askufa, on the threshold outside the house. So it says over here, you're reading on the top of the roof. And what? What did the mission say? And it rolled down. So if it's within, if, if it's uh, above ten fachim, then you could just roll it back. It's just hanging in midair. Roll it back. It didn't reach the ground at all. Right? Once it's within 10 from the ground, you shouldn't lift it up anymore because within 10 Fachim, it's in really in Rishos Arabim, even though it's not really resting in the Rishos Arabim. But uh, you, the, a better option is to, is to uh, just turn it over on its side. In other words, have the writing face the wall versus then facing outside. So tomorrow, Mishari, are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to turn it over? Atanya Kosve, Kosve Svarim, Film Mezuzos, Lo Yitirin Real Panel. In other words, uh, people who write uh, uh, sofrim, who write uh, some, you're not supposed to turn the page over. Many people are mocked, but even if you have a sitter open or a safer, you shouldn't like, you know, you want to hold the place rather than put a bookmark in and so you turn it upside down and put it down. So some mock me even that, but certainly a real safer Torah, it's filling mezuzahs, you are not matter to turn over and have the writing on the inside, the area, the column of writing, should, the parchment should not be on the on, facing down. 
right? What you should do is if you have to take a break, so you put some cloth or some garment on top of it, that's more respectful than turning it upside down. So how do you turn it upside down here? It says, Efsher, there it's possible. If it fell all the way down the roof, you got a long scroll. You don't have a beged that big that's going to cover it up. You don't have another option. So then you turn it over. So and if you don't turn it over, if you don't turn it over and the writing is, is outside, where rain could fall on it or whatever. It's not, it's even if rain doesn't fall and it's just, it's not the proper, um, not proper respect to have it facing, uh, to have it open like that. So you turn it over on its side. What do you mean? What's the problem? What's the problem? If it fell off the roof and you're holding it, you're standing on the roof holding one end and one edge is falling down on the ground. So you say if it's within 10 fachim of the ground, uh, you should, you should, you shouldn't pull it back up. But rather, you should turn it over on its face. Turn it over. Turn it over so that the writing is facing the wall. But it never rested. It never. It never hit the ground. So it's not even a shvus. A shvus is what a shvus is a drabanan if it's partially on the ground and partially in your hand. So it's not really a dis or daraisa. Here, it never even hit the ground. So it's not even a shvus. So what's the problem? Why can't you lift it up? So the Gemara says, Amarava. Uh, because we're speaking about a slanted, a sloping roof, a sloping wall, not the roof. The roof, you're on the roof, and the wall is not vertical, straight down, so that the when the uh, scroll fell off, it's dangling in midair, but rather it's slanted. It's a sloping wall, so that when it fell off, it's actually sitting on the wall. Okay, so that's why we say, if it's above 10 fachim, then it's not in Rosh Hashanah. Anyway, you could pull it back. If it's below 10 fachim, it's within Rosh Hashanah, so it's in Nisr so humbly abide my kipl masis and because of you're speaking about a slanted roof. The rest of the mission doesn't make sense. Ain't a safer Rabbi Yudom Rafilu ain't masuk min aretz elamolamachav. Rabbi Yudus as well. If it's as long as it's off the ground, a a, a, a thread width, uh, you know, like a hair breadth, just uh, that's it. Golo etzlo. You could you could you could pull it back. Vanach, but you just said that it's talking about a slanted roof, a, sla- a slanted wall. If it's a slanted wall or a slant, a, a sloping wall, then it is on the ground. What do you say? If it's on, no, as long as it's off the ground by a by a thread, that's good enough. But it's not off the ground; it's sitting on the wall, which is effectively on the ground. So therefore, this doesn't make sense. So Manavshach, why does it, the Tanakama says you can turn it over? You turn it over upside down. You know, turn it backwards, right? You turn it backwards so the facing inside. Why do you have to? Why can't you pull it up? Because it's actually on the wall. It's sitting on the wall, on the wall below, because it's a slanted wall, a sloping wall. But if it's a sloping wall, how could a to say you can, you can, uh, that as long as it's not on the ground, you can, you can, you can pull it back up? It is on the ground. It's on the sloping. It's sitting on the wall below ten fachim. The answer is chesur mechzer vachitani. So it's missing something. Missing the mission vachitani. This is what you have to say in the Tanakama. Medvar more because of When do we say that you should turn it over on its side? Remember when it's facing up and it, when it's when it's when the when the thing rolled off the roof. You're you're standing on the roof and you're holding it and it fell down and it rolled down. And if it's above ten fachim, you could roll it back. If it's below ten fachim, you shouldn't roll it back, but just turn it upside down or turn it over. Turn it over. That's when the when there's a wall there. It's a it's a slanted wall, so it's sitting on the wall. But if it's a vertical wall, so it's not sitting on the wall. It's dangling in midair. Then lamala. So this is what his first answer. We explain the Tanakhama now. Lamala mishlosha, which didn't say this in the Mishnah. We're assuming now. Oh, if it's that, that's if it's called mishlosha. But if it's but if it's a if it's if it's a vertical wall, then above three tfachim from the ground, which is not considered ground, go that slow. You can roll it back because it's really it's it's dangling in midair. But if it's below three, then you should turn over because below three is like the ground itself, like Lovud, right? So it's like on the ground. That's what the Mars is assuming now 
in the Tanakama, right? In the Tanakama, which didn't say that in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that if it rolled off the roof above 10, no problem. Below 10, uh, below 10, you should turn it over. But when did we talk about below 10? That's only if it's a Kosa Meshuppah. But if it's a Kosa Shehda Meshuppah, even if it's down, up, down, down to three Tvachim from the ground, you could roll it back. Within three Tvachim, is like the ground. Okay. Again, Rabbi Yudomer, the two dots here are a little, seem a little bit misplaced because we're still trying to explain the same case. Rabbi Yudah says, even if, it's, even if it's off the ground, one hair breadth or one, one, one thread breadth, that's, that's good enough. You could still roll it back. So what do you see? Why? To be nanachal gavimashu. Because according to Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah is saying, it's, since it's not sitting on something, it hasn't reached the ground. Rabbi says, Toch shlosha. Rabbanan Sarah Hanacha, famous Machlokas we had in Gemara and Shabbos. If you throw something from one Rishas Yacha to another Rishas Yacha, which is not an Isra Darais, only Isra Rabbanan, but it was via Rishas Rabbim through, through a Rishas Rabbim under 10 Tvachim high, through Rishas Rabbim, Rabbi Kiva says, it's like it landed in your Chayev, in your Chayev. Rabbanan say you're not. And says Rava about Rabbanan, even with his in three Tvachim of the ground, it's not considered landed, and the Rabbana would say you're not chayev unless it was literally fell on something. It has to be placed on the ground. It has to have a placement on the ground. Uh, if this is the case, then he's only explaining like Rabbi Yehuda. Why do you say Rabbi Yehuda says, I feel in Muskimul Aretz, if it's dangling on the ground, it's still okay. Why? Because you need a hanacha. If that's the case, Rabbi Yehuda says you need a hanacha. The Rabbanan didn't say you need a hanacha. Because how did you explain the Rabbanan before the two dots at the top of the page? If it's dangling in the air, if it's within three tfachim of the ground, you shouldn't. Uh, you should turn it over. You shouldn't. Uh, re- you shouldn't uh, roll it back. Why? Because it's like on the ground. So the Rabbanan say, according to you, according to this Rabbanan say, you don't need a hanacha for it to be considered a hanacha. It's like it's on the ground. Of course, it's only in this Rabbanan because part of it's still in your hand above, but it's on the ground. Rabbi Yudah says, no, it's not on the ground unless it's literally on the ground. Right? So if that's the case, Rav is saying, then he's only going like Rabbi not like Rabbanan, which is strange to say that he said it only according to the sheet of Rabbi the way you're explaining the machlok's Rabbi Rabbanan. Elo kul Rabbuta, no, Rabbanan didn't say it. Take, erase the top two lines of this page. We said the difference is if it's a vertical wall, above three is no good. Above three, you can roll it back. Within three, you shouldn't, because within three, it's on the ground, even though it didn't rest. No. Kul Rabbuta, kul Rabbuta, vachsur mechsur. This I have to explain the Mishnah. We had a difficulty with the Mishnah already, because manavshach, if it's dangling in the air, why can't you it never reach the ground? And if it's not dangling in the air, so why does Rabbi say if it's a tefach off the or, or a hair breadth off the ground, it's okay? It's still on the wall. So we said, When do we say what that? When do we say that if it's within ten tefachim, it rolled down to three, within ten tefachim of the ground, uh, then you cannot then you cannot roll it back. If it's a slanted wall, a sloping wall, so it's literally sitting, the, the, the parchment's littering on the wall. But if it's a vertical wall, even within three tvachim, again, take away what we said at the top of the page, even if it's within three tvachim of the ground, you can still roll it back. My time is being In other words, there's no sheet of Rabbanan over here. It's no machlok from Rabbanan. This is all Rabbi Yehuda. This is all Rabbi Yudah. says, you need, oh, my time is being an Achagabi Mashu. And there's a machlokus between the Rabbanan. Yes, it's Rabbi Yudah saying it, but the problem we had before is the Rabbanan seemed to say, if it's within three tvachim of the ground vertically, it's like on the ground. And therefore, you can't roll it back anymore, turn it over. 
Whereas Rabbi Yudah said, no, if as long as it uh, didn't literally rest on the ground, it's not. That, that's the case. Rabbah went like Rabbi Yudah, who disagreed with Rabbanan. Now we're saying, no, no, there's no shita. There's no machlok between Yudah and Rabbanan. Rabbi Yudah is one who said that. Rabbi Yudah said, again, if you look at the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, if it, re- fell off the, if it fell off the roof and you're holding it, you're still holding it one end, if it's above 10 fachim, everybody says you could roll it back. It's not even, didn't even reach the ground at all, right? It's not within, it's, not, it's still in the makam tour, right? Then, um, once it's within, once it fell below that, right, then, then you have to turn it over. But when do we say you turn it over? Only if it's a slanted wall, so it's, so to speak, sitting on the ground, sitting on the wall even below 10 fachim. But if it's a vertical wall, makes no difference. You could, even if it's within three, even if it's within a hair breadth of the ground, you could still pull it back. Why? Because it's not on Nachamashu. It's not sitting on anything. And then, don't disagree at all. Look at three, number 345. 345 shows you shows you something. It's a little bit more complicated. We're not really up to the whole of 345. It's partial. You have a you have a window sticking out onto the street, and there's like a windowsill. There's a windowsill. You see the gray is the windowsill inside, and then there's a windowsill like sitting outside, a little ledge sitting outside the window. That's a ziz. That's a ledge lefnei chalon. That's in front of the chalon. Now, obviously, inside the house is Rishus Yachid. What about outside the house? Where does that? Where, where is that? We'll talk about that. love You could you could freely put stuff on there and take stuff back on Shabbos. You could move stuff around. Ooh, what are we talking about? We're not sure what that means. All right, just says People could pay, take stuff on the from the house. And uh, they're in this uh, upper story, whatever, off off the window, right? And they're allowed to. He says, right, it's Govo Ayud, it's ten fachim high, so it's still Rishus Yachid, even if it's hanging over Rishus Arabim. Baruch of Dalit, any place which is ten fachim high and has a width of four by four is Rishus is Rishus Hayachid. Remember, if it's less than four by four, then it's a Makom Petur, right? And even if it's uh, even if it's four by four. But it's above Rishus Harabim, then it's also a Makam Petur. But in any case, here we say you're, the Bnei Ali are allowed to use it. It's Rishus That's what the Mishnah means. Stam. So the Gemara says, "Hi, is the Mapiklecha." Where? So the the ledge in number three forty five. We're just looking at the top one for now. We'll get to the bottom one in a minute. But the uh, the uh, the two ledges there, uh, the regular ledge that's sticking outside the window. All right. So we say the ledge is, is four Tfachim deep. Let's say. And uh, and uh, ten fachim off the ground, so it's at least four by four and ten fachim off the ground, so it's a rishus yachim. So the Gemara says, w- uh, over what is it hanging? Hayz is the mapik lahecha. Where is it sticking out onto? It itself is rishus yachim, but where is it going out to? Lahecha ilay mid the mapik of shisarabim. If it's falling off shisarabim, lahecha shdum enough of us lasuye. Why why are you allowed to use it? Why aren't you concerned that if you use something, it might fall into rishus arabim, and then you'll come to pick it up and bring it back? Which is the concern throughout. Most of the Drabbanans over here is a concern. Erevin, almost everything we've learned about the last, uh, the last, you know, almost a year between Shabbos and we're finishing now Bezrat Hashem. Erevin, another three and a half months of Erevin and Shabbos was how long? I don't know, six months, almost a year, the better part of a year. We've been talking about basically Drabbanans. The concern is maybe you'll take it from Rishus Rabban to Rishus Yachad. That's basically been our concern. We're not here to learn the Doraisas that the kids in school learn, right? We're talking about talking about the Rabbanans over here. So here also, why aren't you concerned? How do you allow them to use this? We just had in the previous mission, right? The concern is, what's the concern with the scroll falling out? And maybe if it falls, the whole thing falls, you might carry it back in. That's our big concern, right? So here too, why, aren't you, why are you allowed to use that? Maybe something that's easy to fall off the ledge and it'll fall into Rishis and you'll carry it in. 
So this right, like Shdu Menafik va'asi lasuye. So Ella the map, Ella the mapik of Shosiyachid. Elma, if it's over Rosh Hashanah Pshita, if the ledge is sitting over Rosh Hashanah, that's outside in your backyard. It's 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 a windowsill from your kitchen uh, stretching out over your backyard. So what's your problem there? So why can't you use it? Of course, of course you're allowed to use it. I want to buy loan mapik Shosiyachid. It is sticking out over Rosh Hashanah. We're talking about fragile, breakable items like breakable uh, glassware, earthenware, things like that. The Kiddush is, so why are you allowed to? Why aren't you concerned? Because if these things fall into Rosh Hashanah from a distance of 10 Fachim, they fall in, they're going to break. So you're not going to bother, you're not going to bother bringing them back into the house. Maybe you'll take a broom, if you're a nice guy, and sweep it up and leave it in a corner, but you'll leave it in Rosh Hashanah. You're not going to carry it back in. That's what we're speaking about here. That's the, that's the first part. We see this in a Brisa also. Goes out here, the Brisa says, as it always does. The Brisa expands more than the Mishnah. It says it fell out and it overhung. overhangs the Rosh No similar of, you can put on it karos, vikosos, uh, plates, dishes, and cups, and ketonia, so like ladles, sluchas, and bottles. Listen to this. And you can use the whole wall, meaning, now look in 345. You see the ledge sticks out from the window, but it, it, goes, it goes beyond the window. In other words, it goes across, and the building goes across the edge. You can use that whole area there. You can use the whole area there as long as it's 10 fachim high. If it's below 10 fachim, you could have a problem, right? It could be rikshus rabim. So he says, until as long as it's 10 fachim high off the ground. I thought the girsu would be acher, but it's another. It just means if there's another one below it. Now we're looking at 345. You see the one 345 has another ledge below it. Mishtamish bow. You can use that one. You can use the lower one. Again, as long as it's 10 fachim high. But the upper one, <coughs> the upper one, you can only use that opposite. You see in the upper ledge there, there's like these dashes there. And it says on the sides also, you can only use, in the upper one, you can only use the area directly opposite the window. You can't use it on the sides. The lower one, you could use all the way across the sides. Now, what's the reason for that? So this ziz that we're talking about, this upper ziz, what are we speaking about? If it's if it doesn't have four tfachim deep, if it's not four by four, makam it's a makam Now makam we learn, oh, that's a fire hydrant. You're allowed to put stuff down, you remember? But we said you shouldn't use it regularly. You shouldn't come to take stuff out from a shusiyachid and shusrab and use it as a as a conduit for transferring stuff. And the same thing over here. If it's less than ten tfachim, you shouldn't use it because it's going to be very easy for the stuff to fall off into the street. Here it's very, very easily for it to fall off. And maybe there'll be other items there too that are not breakable and you might come to carry. So again, he says, If it's not four by four, You shouldn't use Kenega the Chalon. And Rashi explains the reason for that. Why? Because You can rest stuff on there. A regular usage. Things will fall in it won't, it won't fall that much. Avalacha, the ruba, nafli, almost everything you use there will fall. Just like you're putting stuff into Rosh Hashanah, so you shouldn't use it at all. And if it's got four tfachim, if it's four by four, as it apparently shows in 345, why shouldn't you be able to use those sides too, where it says Asr? Amrabaya, Tachtan, this be'arba. The lower one has four. The Elyon, the less be'arba.
the lower and the upper one doesn't have four. So v'chalon mashli muscle adam. What happens is the the if you look at the gray area in the window itself, that completes it to four. That's what, if you look carefully at the picture. I think he's showing that. See the the picture. That's what that's what he's going on. The picture is going on those words of Abaya that the the window sill. The windowsill, that's what we call it in English, right? The windowsill, the window, that gray part, the solid gray part, completes it to four. So, within the, within the opposite the window, directly opposite and not the sides, you can use it because that's four by four, including the window, because that, that, that is really like the rest of the window. He used Lashon of Khuri, Rashi explains why, but it's really, it just means it's part of the whole of the window. That's part window, the the, if you leave part the size by the uh, by the dotted part, you leave that out. Why? Because it's less than four tefachim, so it's a makom tour. But if it's the part that's right next to the window, that's opposite the window, together with the window, it's all flush. It's one four tefachim by four tefachim, so you can use that, and that's why that's why you're that's why you're allowed to use it. That's uh, regular rishasayachin, but you shouldn't use the sides because the sides really are not four tefachim deep, and therefore they're like a and you shouldn't use it because things will fall off. But the lower one, you can use the entire length of the board there, the entire ledge, because that's four tefachim deep. But the sides you shouldn't use because that's like a makom tour and, uh, and, and things will fall off and you shouldn't use that. Can you stand, there's no picture on this, can you stand in Rosh and move things in Rosh You're not bringing anything in, you're allowed to. You're allowed to do that. You can stand in also and move things in Rishasarab. You shouldn't carry it more than Dalar Obviously, if you're, you shouldn't move it in Rishasarab more than four Amas. If you're allowed to stand in Rishasarab and move something, a drop in Rishasarabim, as long as you don't move it more than four Tvachim. In other words, that's the, what the Tanakhama says. We'll see. There's a machlokus about this. A person also should not urinate. From Rishus Yachid into Rishus Arabim, right? So, in certain areas of the world where this is common for people to do this outdoors, you got to be careful on Shabbos, right? You got to be careful on Shabbos also not to water the plants that way, right? But the Chiddush is that this is Akira and Anacha, that when it leaves your body, even though your body is not really Dal by Dalad, but the Chashivas that you want to, uh, that you're trying to. Um, <coughs> Uh, rid yourself of this uh, liquid, right? That that's chashiv in and of itself, and that makes it like it's from a makom dalal dalit, and it makes your body. Your body is like a makom chashiv. Your body is a makom chashiv, even if it's not dalal dalit. So therefore, there's an akira and anach. In other words, it's a nisar daraisa. Lo yamar adam b'shosi yochel v'yashem b'shosarabim v'yashem b'shosarabim v'yashem b'shosarabim. You shouldn't do it either way. You shouldn't go from b'shosarabim. V'chein lo yorok. You also shouldn't spit. Spit is the same thing. You're taking something from, if you spit from Rishus Rabbim into Rishus Yochan or vice versa, you shouldn't do it. People who like to spit in the Rishus Rabbim, also they shouldn't be, they should be careful not, it shouldn't go Dalaramas, right? Rabbi Yudomer, he says it's not just you shouldn't spit. Even once, once the spit has sort of been removed, you know, as you've got ready to spit, meaning you gathered up the spit in your mouth, that's already like you're carrying it. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't hold it in like say you you know, you have to spit something some phlegm came up or whatever and you have to spit in rishasarabim and you're not you know let's say it's say it's on solid uh, rock or whatever so it's not a problem spitting there. Don't walk with it for dalaramas because it's like you're carrying. 
That's Rabbi Yudah Shita. Masni lo Ravchinu Barshalmi Lachia Barav. Ravchinu Barshalmi Lachia Barav. Kamei Durav. Lo Yamaron Mishas Yochum Metal Umetal Mishas Rav. He says the first part of our Mishnah, which is really a separate Mishnah. You shouldn't stand some. You shouldn't stand in Rishus Yochin and move something in Rishus Rabin. Even less than Abbas, you shouldn't do that. Contrary to what we saw in our Mishnah, Amalei. So Rav said to him, Amalei Shafkes Rabban and Bavis Kramayer. You're going like Kramayer. Rashi learns that it's a sheet of Kramayer. You're going to have later on in the week that he says you're not allowed to move. It was common in those days. Let's say to to use a key. Let's say they're standing in one place and use a key in the other place. Rishus Rabin, Rishus Yochin, or vice versa. And Rabbeir says, you cannot do that. So you left the Rabbah, you, 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 uh, you know, you renounced the Rabbanan Shita over here and you went like Rameir. That's how Rashi's Tosis learns that it's a different Shita. He learns that Rameir is really part of the Mishnah after the two dots. Because since Rabbi Yudah says, Af Bafiv, it's Mashbah that the Shita before usually Rameir is the Bar Pulkta Rabbi Yudah. So he says, Lo and he learns that's the Shita of Rameir that we're speaking to. In any case, however you learn it, it's Mashbah that the Tanakama is not like Reb Meir. The first part of the Mishnah before the two dots is not like Reb Meir. And he says, so you're leaving the Rabbani and you go like Reb Meir? He says, who's sovereign? Mid a Sefer, Reb Meir, Amir. He felt that since the Sefer, whichever the Sefer is, either like Rashi or like Tosfus, that the, since the Sefer is Reb Meir, the Rashi is also Reb Meir, and apparently then the Mishnah must have read otherwise, right? Because the Mishnah, Mishnah way we read it is that you're allowed to move something in the Rishos Ram when you're standing in Rishos as long as you don't tell Dalet Amos. So who said Ramita Sefer Mayor Rashanamir Mayor? Beloi, Sefer Mayor Rash Rabbanan. He says he thought he thought that the, the Rabbanan didn't argue. In other words, this Rafkina Bashama must have thought that uh, Rameir and the Rabbanan didn't argue, and it's all Rameir Sheet, and you're not allowed to move stuff. But uh, he either he had a different gear or something of that sort, and uh, and therefore he was wrong because the fact is that we have as our Mishnah, the Chacham and our Mishnah say you're allowed to move stuff as long as you're careful. And as you're standing in Rosh you can move something in Rosh Sometimes the key was hidden to the store, and you're in Rosh and you stand over, and the key is out there in Rosh and you use it for, for a minute there without moving it to Al-Ramas. That's not a problem, according to the Tanakhama. All right? If I'm not mistaken, for those who are local, it looks like the rain has stopped, Baruch Hashem. So maybe we're able to daven in our regular places today. Everybody have a good day. Shavua Tov, Kol Tov. Shavua Tov. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.